Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Rando Rob. I hope everybody has been doing well this week. I've been doing uh, pretty well. Um... If you've been following the Patreon channel, you know that a lot of my week uh, this week has been uh, consumed uh, with a funeral, but not really, not really. I'm not really kind of uh, <clears throat> dwelling on it. Of course, last week I talked to, you know about Pat Deckard. I did the whole episode, and we went to Pat's funeral this week. But I got to tell you that um, uh, it was not uh, as sad of an event as I thought it was going to be. I'm going to move this over here so that I'm when I'm looking at the, when I'm seeing my face, I'm also looking at the camera. That seems to make more sense, doesn't it? Um, <clears throat> we did go to the funeral, and I uh, got to see uh, uh, Doug, her son, who I mentioned on the last episode that I was friends with and grew up with. And I um, got to see uh, my buddy Jeff, who I always talk about on this show and on every podcast I'm on. I always talk about Jeff, and eventually... One of these times I'm going to get Jeff on the podcast, and that'll be uh, a fun thing to do. But uh, Jeff's mom was uh, good friends with uh, Pat Deckard as well. And, and uh, you know, you could probably say that for a thousand people in my town. But uh, uh, so anyway, it, you know, all the things happened, but uh, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't really sad, you know. Uh, and it's hard to explain. It's not that I'm not sad that, that she's gone or anything like that. But, you know, I guess just when a, a person lives a full life and they're surrounded, they have all their friends and all that stuff. And and like I said, I, I guess it's partially because it's not somebody that I saw every day, you know. But, um, I mean, there's the sad part where I think, you know, when I would go, I'd go over to my dad. My dad lives about uh, – my dad lives in the house I grew up in still. And he lives – it's probably um, – eh, let's say a 10 minute drive from here, 10 to 15 minute drive. And, um, so, <clears throat> you know, I, the way I come into the neighborhood, he's on the last house in the back of the neighborhood and Pat uh, lived next to him. So, you know, when I drove by, I'd always look and see if she's going to be outside mowing or working on her yard and stuff like that. And so, um, that'll take getting used to, but, uh, um, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it all. And, you know, a lot of times when someone passes away, uh, I will write a uh, a blog post about that person or about my experience, you know, my experiences with that person. And um, my wife asked me, do, do I feel obligated to do that? And I don't. I don't. It's not like a service I provide or anything. It's it's all, it's something for me, you know. It's either a, a, to work out whatever I'm feeling at the time or, you know, maybe as a tribute. But this time I did almost feel obligated to do it. And I'll tell you why is because at the funeral, the funeral was such a generic uh, funeral. It was one of those that was like done at a, a church that I don't think is a church she attended. I think um, one of her sons attended this church. And um, <clears throat> I, uh, 
it was just weird. Uh, I was looking at that picture. <laughs> it looked like it was stuck. The uh, ASCII uh, thing behind me looked like it was stuck, but it was uh, uh, at the end of one. It was switching to another one. Anyway, sometimes I get distracted on the old rando route. I get distracted when you put a camera in front of me. Um, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those generic where they were like, well, she she must have been a nice person based on the family here and all this. And just you got that feeling that the guy doing the uh, uh, the funeral, you know, leading the, the ceremony or whatever, didn't know her that well. And I thought, you didn't have to look that hard in this, in this town to find uh, people who knew her. I'll tell you what I'm doing here in a second. I don't uh, like. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is a totally random. This is how easily I get distracted. I was checking uh, because um, for breakfast this, this morning, um, my wife got new syrup. Uh, we had waffles uh, and she got syrup for the kids that's blue. And uh, when I was done, I was like, does it taste funny? And I took it and I went blue like that. And I had blue all over my lips, my teeth and everything was blue. And I look like a zombie from a horror movie. And so uh, I was just checking my lips. And I don't seem to be blue anymore. <laughs> so that's good. I probably should have checked that before. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Boy, I'm scatterbrained this morning. I don't know why I'm so scatterbrained. I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, the thing that's funny <clears throat> uh, that I've noticed, I never thought about it when I was watching other people's streams. But when you are in the camera side and viewing, you see this way and you see me. But when I'm sitting on this side, my wife comes in here and she goes, I don't see how you could focus on all these things. I have little projects I've been working on sitting around me. I've got a monitor to this side. As I, I move my hand in so you can see it. But I've got a monitor on this side with a video I was watching that's paused. I've got about four windows <coughs> open on this side, including one to Wikipedia, where I was reading right before I hit record here. So... Uh, in my head, there's about eight different things going on at a time, and I should focus on one thing at a time. But speaking of uh, focusing on one thing at a time, I guess, well, that's a bad segue because I don't have anywhere to go with that. <laughs> but I will say about as far as, uh, I guess, linear thinking for me, that's probably a better way to put it, focusing on uh, things. You know, especially I've noticed this uh, with uh, COVID and uh, the pandemic is... I'm not thinking about what we're going to be doing next year. I'm not thinking about where we're going on vacation next year. I'm not thinking about what we're going to be doing in the spring. Uh, for a long time, I was just focused on Halloween. I was like, that's what's next. That's what's coming next. And now that Halloween's over, I'm focused on Thanksgiving. And once we get past Thanksgiving, we will focus on Christmas. Uh, it's just kind of moving in a straight line <clears throat> and taking things one at a time, which is kind of funny for uh, the thing that I'm about to show you. It is something, we have a store, there's a chain of stores, and you may have one in your town, it's called Five Below. And everything in the store costs $5 or below. That's the name. Um, you know, we have um, <clears throat> uh, Dollar Tree, where everything used to be a dollar or less. I don't know if everything's still a dollar or less in Dollar Tree. I think it is. But we got Dollar General, and I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Well, everything's not a dollar or less in Dollar General, you know. And I was like, well, this is false advertising. And and um, uh, so anyway, I like the idea of five below, even though I still have to look at the price. Uh, but I know that worst case scenario, it's going to be $5 uh, or less. So I'll show you the first 
uh, thing. I have two things that I'm going to show you. But I bought this yesterday. So this is definitely the newest item <clears throat> that I have ever shown on Rando Rob. This is something I've owned for less than 24 hours at the moment. Hello. It is Bumble from the 1964 Rankin Bass uh, special. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, he is, uh, you've probably seen these. I see him, I've seen him before at the Dollar Tree and things like that. Uh, that is a little solar panel there. And so if you put him in a window and he gets charged up uh, with solar power, then his head will automatically sit here and rotate back and forth. I put him uh, in my windowsill earlier, um, but I've got him facing outward so I can see him. And uh, he apparently he hasn't built up enough of a charge because he hasn't done a whole lot of anything. Although when I rotate him like that, <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, so I'm not an expert on uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, I can tell you that I grew up watching the special. That's why I had Wikipedia open. I looked up and it said that it was uh, released in 1964. So it came out, you know, almost a decade before I was born. So I there's... There's no part of my life where I don't remember seeing the Rudolph special. I think um, to people that are older, uh, you know, maybe my parents' generation or whatever, grew up always hearing that Santa had eight reindeer, and then all of a sudden you get this ninth reindeer, the story of Rudolph and stuff. But as I, you know, grew up as a kid, we all knew about Rudolph, uh, you know, our whole lives. And um, this... I think um, even more than uh, Charlie Brown, I know there was a bunch of uh, ruckus going on this year about the uh, uh, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown special because it was, uh, I guess the rights to air it was purchased by Apple and it was only going to be streaming on Apple. <coughs> and um, by the way, I just throw this out. We've had a, a severe weather change here in Oklahoma over the past 24 hours yesterday. Uh the high yesterday was in the 70s, and the high today is in the low 50s. I'm curious if it's even 50. Uh, and so because of that, uh, when it changes like that, it triggers my sinuses to break loose and, and start draining. So I'm just having a lot of drainage. <clears throat> um, but uh, otherwise, feeling fine. So no, no problems there. Um, but anyway, so... You know, I grew up watching the uh, Rudolph special. You know, I, I know that a lot of people think of, I guess they have their traditional specials that they, they watch. You know, um, uh, Charlie Brown, you know, for different holidays, for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, as a kid, the Grinch was one that came on every year for Christmas. And we would watch the Grinch animated specials. But the Rudolph special, man, when that was on. Oh, and Frosty the Snowman. That's another one, you know. Of course, uh, as I got older, and when I say older, I, mean, I don't know, by the time I was 30, let's say, I don't know. I'm trying to think when, let me do the math here for when DVDs. Uh, I definitely got my first DVD player around, right around Y2K. So, you know, we're going to, so let's see, I was 70, I was born in 73, so 83, 93, 2000 so 27 so let's say by the age of 30 uh i was definitely you know had a pretty sizable dvd collection and i remember picking up this box set that had 
all the uh, Christmas cartoons, the Frosty special and things like that. So I, I had that. And, um, you know, by the time we were able to download movies and stuff like our lives changed, right? We had, um, uh, first through the internet, you could download all these movies or, uh, on DVD. I, I didn't purchase a lot of VHS, but I purchased a lot of DVDs. So, you know, you got movies that way and now everything is, uh, online streamable. My server has literally thousands of movies. You know, I have, um, uh, a, a pile of DVDs that I have moved out into the, the workshop that I'm, I'm donating to someone, but, uh, uh, I haven't moved them yet. I mean, I haven't physically delivered them yet, but the thing is, is that, uh, uh, you know, over time, all those ended up, you know, on my server or whatever. And so anything that I could ever, that I've ever bought, I could just turn on the TV and, and stream the movie, you know? And so does that take away from the, the specialness? I don't know, maybe, you know, I, I mean, I remember looking forward to every year, Hey, we got to, the Rudolph special is going to be on Thursday night at seven. I have to be home on Thursday. I have to be there in front of the TV at seven o'clock, ready to sit down on my little, you know, the living room pillow and sit there and, and look up and watch the TV because this is going to be, you know, the, um, uh, only time this year I'm going to get to see it. And now if I wanted to pause this recording and go turn it on right now and watch it, I could do that, you know? So uh, I guess it takes away from that, that specialness or whatever, but what it doesn't take away, no matter whether it's streaming or however you watch a DVD or, or whatever, um, is those nostalgic memories that you get, you know, from watching it. And so, uh, I always kind of likened myself as a kid to uh, Rudolph. I'm sure a lot of kids felt that same way. Um, I was born with different colored eyes. I have one brown eye and one green eye. And so when uh, I don't think that I ever really got made fun of of that as a kid. I think people just went, oh, that's unique or original, things like that. You know, it was always kind of a, an icebreaker. I suppose I should lean in there and... and look into the camera for a minute, but, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, Rudolph is born and they're like, nah, you got a different color. No, see, <laughs> you can't be with all the other reindeer. And, uh, um, I don't know that I ever really felt that way, but I kind of identified with Rudolph as just being that unique, different, uh, you know, he was born with, with something that was different than all the other reindeer. Uh, I definitely remember in school, <clears throat> oh, gosh, sorry. Um, the, uh, I guess I should, uh, I could be uh, muting this uh, whenever I cough. Um, I do remember multiple times one would be like, oh, we have to um, do this thing where we draw ourselves. And I would always be like, can I get a, a brown crayon and a green crayon? I've got any two crayons. Uh, and I do remember throwing a wrench into my uh, science teacher's class uh, project whenever we did the thing where they say you had to do your chromosomes. And you had to say, you know, what color were your parents' eyes? And, um, uh, all right, let's try this. That seemed to work pretty good. Um, and, you know, so you had to uh, figure out whether their their eye color was uh, dominant or whatever. And then you do your mom's and your dad's and you do this little thing. And then uh, what color, you, if you have any siblings, what color their eyes are. And, and you figured out uh, whether it was a dominant, you know, dominant gene or not. And uh, everybody in my family, as far back as you can go, has brown eyes. And I have one brown eye and one green eye. It's not a uh, hereditary 
it is a, a genetic, probably a genetic defect, I guess you would say. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you know, you'd have this chart. It's like brown, 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 green. And then they look at me and they're like, O'Hara, what are you doing? Um, so anyway, the other thing is, and I would say about that special, of course, um, I'm trying to think of what was his name, uh, Yukon uh, Cornelius, like, you know, well, you can see him right there in the picture. And, of course, and, you know, they go on their adventure. But eventually, they run into uh, Bumble, who is the abominable snowman. Now, <clears throat> I don't know at what age I discovered, um, I don't know what you would call it, the, the um, paranormal part of the library. I mean, I was very, very, very young. I mean, maybe first grade, something like that. There was this little section of uh, the library in our school, and that was a section all that were grouped together. You had your UFO books, you had your Loch Ness Monster books, you had your Bigfoot books, and there was a book on um, the Yeti, the Abominable Snowman, which was basically Bigfoot that just lived up in the mountains, <laughs> lived where there was ice, you know, and uh, so I knew who the Abominable Snowman was. And so seeing him in this special was, was uh, I don't remember if I saw the special first or figured out who he was first or whatever, but um, yeah, it, it kind of has that tie, uh, <clears throat> you know, to that, that little part of my brain. So again, here's uh, the little bumble. This was uh, $5 at five below. Now, if you know me, you know that I probably have more than one of most things in my life. And so I will also show you this. <laughs> the big bumble right here and there is you know i hate to even uh mention this there is a button somewhere oh here it is here it is turn off yeah okay um so this is uh <laughs> the big size bubble uh i found that let's set it right there i found that at a uh thrift store no an antique mall and i'll tell you that uh i've mentioned this before in throwback reviews with sean the podcast that i do about uh 80s movies and 80s stuff growing up I've got a couple of hard and fast rules when it comes to buying things at thrift stores. And one of them is uh, I don't buy things that I'm going to drink out of. I don't buy coffee mugs. I don't buy cups. Uh, I might buy one for displaying, but I wouldn't buy one that I use. And Susan has tried to talk me out of this over the years, and Sean has, has talked me out of this or tried to talk me out of this. Um, <clears throat> but I just, for some reason, and I know that, once you buy a cup and you bring it home and you wash it or whatever, it's clean. You know, I get it. But there's some hang up. And the thing is, I go to restaurants all the time and I use the glasses there and stuff. And you know that somebody just used that glass and they washed it. So um, it's not that idea that grosses me out, I suppose. But it's just, um, it's that concept of you don't know what somebody used that cup for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe somebody, you know, I told Sean, maybe like somebody pooped in that cup. <laughs> which is kind of a ridiculous uh, concept if you think about it. Like, why would people be doing that? But um, and this all came about because I found a C-3PO 
cup. And I told Susan, I was like, I'm not buying it because what if somebody pooped in it, you know? And she's like, why would why would anybody poop in a cup? I'm like, I don't know. Ask that person. Now, I didn't say I did it. I'm just saying somebody might have done it. And you're going to come home and wash it? Would you drink out of a cup someone pooped in? I don't think so. So um, one of my two rules is I don't buy – uh, you know, things that I'm going to uh, drink out of or eat off of something like that at thrift stores. Uh, but my other rule is I don't buy things that have fur. Uh, I don't buy stuffed animals. I don't buy, and again, it's just something about like, you know, especially uh, even more than a, a glass or a cup or a dish. If you buy something with a like a stuffed animal, are you going to come home and wash that? Uh, you know, and if you're not like, is it gross? Is it did it come from someplace that had bed bugs? Like I don't know, you know. It's just something I don't know. Something about it triggers me, and I can't do it. Antique malls, for some reason, feel different to me. Even though I totally know that a lot of the stuff in antique malls, somebody probably got from a garage sale or whatever. <laughs> so there's literally no difference. I get it, but for some reason, it's just the way that it's displayed. I mean, there's something about that giant bin like at my local thrift store where all the stuffed animals are thrown in there and you see kids running in the thrift store and they're like oh i like this one <laughs> i don't want that in my house i don't want to be touching that you know but going into an antique mall and it's all on display on a shelf and you go oh that looks pretty clean uh <laughs> and you know what there could have been a kid there five minutes before going oh look bumble <laughs> but you know it is what it is so um i don't lick uh bumble I bought him and I put him on a shelf. So he's uh, one of the larger uh, guys that I have hanging around. I mean, he's not super big. He's, oh, a little over a foot tall, maybe 14, 15 inches, something like that. Uh, so he's too big to uh, just set on a desk, but I usually have him on a shelf. I actually have a shelf over there in the corner, and on top that's where a Slimer from the Ghostbusters sits. Um, that's where the uh, Leprechaun that we showed off a few episodes sits and Bumble sits up there right now. So I do also, I believe have a pop vinyl bumble, but it might be a mini or something like that, that I found one time. So I think those are all the bumbles uh, that I have. I, I'm not a bumble co collector. I am a collector of stuff and bumble just happens to be a stuff. Um, so, but I, I do feel like of all the, the, the animals or creatures or whatever in that special, I would say, well, I like Yukon Cornelius, um, and I like Bumble. Like, if I saw a Santa Claus that was that size, that was from the the old uh, stop-motion special, I don't think I would get it. I, and if I saw Rudolph, I don't think I would get it. If I saw one of the, um, oh, Hermie or one of the other uh, toys from the Island of Misfits, maybe, just because it's a little bit more obscure, and that, that would be a little bit uh, more funny or, or you know. <laughs> enjoyable to me, but Bumble is just that right. Like he's instantly recognizable. I mean, when you see him, you know, he's got that little goofy grin. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, in these, they've made him very unterrible. I mean, this one, he doesn't have any teeth. I know that, uh, you know, he had to, uh, um, see the dentist to fix his, uh, <laughs> his toothache. Right. But in this one, he doesn't even have any teeth down this one over here. You can see, He's got a full mouth of choppers. This is when he was a little bit more uh, uh, of a threat <clears throat> to everyone. I also like his expression on this one where he's like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there you go, buddy. 
So, um, you know, I don't do, uh, my wife is the Christmas decorator and my daughter is becoming the Christmas decorator. They're the ones that love the lights. They love the hanging candy canes. They love the tree. We, at one point, I think at the old house, we had four or five trees and not, uh, a couple that were like full size, like one in this room and one in this part of the house. And, and the kids had mini trees or whatever, and they got me a tree and they were like, you could decorate it any way you want. I was like, I have no interest in decorating a fifth tree. And then they bought little uh, video game and Star Wars ornaments and, and hung them on there. They're like, there's your tree. I'm like, not everybody in the house needs a tree. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, so they, so I'm not, you know, I don't have a lot of uh, Christmas decorations specifically that I would pull out. But Bumble uh, would definitely be one that I would have. So uh, it was funny that I, I was talking about, you know, I was kind of driving a point or whatever about being linear and moving forward on things because next week uh, obviously is Thanksgiving and uh, we're not past there yet. And I'm already buying uh, bumbles. <laughs> I'm already buying Christmas stuff. My neighbor just down the street, I noticed uh, a couple days ago as we were pulling out of the neighborhood that they were putting up their Christmas lights and they're turning on their Christmas lights now. So I suppose uh, uh, people are passing the time, you know, with the, uh, putting up Christmas stuff and, and getting Christmas stuff ready. So I, I get it. I get it. You know, I'm just trying to get through Thanksgiving. We're trying to figure out uh, uh, a safe way to do something uh, with my dad. I think we've got a, a plan figured out, but uh, uh, figuring out a way where he can join us without, you know, basically sitting at home by himself. And we've got a socially distanced thing that's kind of partly indoor, partly outdoor that I think, you know, we're going to, we're going to make it work. And, um, uh, but anyway, uh, without getting, uh, and I didn't really plan anything to say here, but uh, as I'm thinking of Thanksgiving, you know, every year, um, I, we don't really do a big thing where someone gives up and says, you know, stands up and says, well, here's what I'm thankful for this year. We don't, and that, that works in TV and movies and sitcoms and things like that. We don't really do that. But, um, uh, I would say uh, it sounds, first of all, uh, I don't want this to, to sound, I don't want, it's, this is, has nothing to do with um, uh, the financial part of Patreon, uh, because that's not really uh, what I'm thankful for. You know, that money comes in. I just, uh, all the Patreon money I just blew on the, uh, <laughs> on my Commodore 64C setup, which I'll show you here in just a second, just since we're recording, but um, uh, you know. The thing that I'm thankful for, I'm very thankful that I restarted my podcasts. Uh, you know, I mentioned it uh, several months ago, but I, I was just at the point where all this stuff about the pandemic and being trapped in the house and, and all this stuff, like I just, you know, I really felt like I was looking forward to every week to hearing people talk and people talk about stuff I like and, and voices that I knew and people that I knew and, 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 um, I was like, I really should get back to doing that, you know, for other people that liked my podcast. And so I am thankful that I did that, but more than that, I'm thankful for the people that have joined. I don't know that I, I have a community that sounds, uh, uh, a little <laughs> egocentric. I don't mean it that way, but, uh, for everybody that has, subscribed, everybody that has signed up on Patreon, everybody that subscribes uh, to my podcast, everybody that has 
join the Discord. Everybody that follows me, it's not that you follow me on Twitter, it's that you interact with me on Twitter or send me emails, whatever, however that we have communicated, any form of communication. I'm thankful for you because uh, I always go back to this memory that I have as a kid, this little kid, man. I had this little cheap white plastic record player and I had these 45s. I had about, I don't know, half a dozen 45s. And then uh, my mom got me a bunch of 45s like from some garage sales and they weren't songs that I knew. You know, but I had I had several that were songs I knew, and then some that just were, uh, you know, ones that she had, she had got from, um, like I said, garage sales randomly picked up. But I would sit in my room and play, quote unquote, uh, DJ, and I would play this song and be like, "All right," and that was uh, the Queen of Hearts from Juice Newton, and I would take the record off, and I would be like, "Now coming up next is this band you probably have heard their hit." Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, but this is the new hit song, you know, sweeping the nation. This is another one bites the dust from Queen. And then I would put the thing on and I would just sit there in my room and then play the record and it would come off and I would do that. And I would go through these stacks and then I would say, here's a band you never heard of because I hadn't heard of them, you know, and I would say, this is the BGs. <laughs> and this would be one of those records that my mom got from the uh, garage sale. And I'd be like, and they are staying alive. And then I'd put on that record. And so I would just play DJ at home, you know, and um, sometimes when you're doing a podcast, it has the same feeling. You write up your little scripts and you do your research and you play the games and you, you do all that stuff and you're recording and it's here. It's in this room. There's nobody around and the door is shut and it's you and the microphone and you're telling your little stories and all this. Um, and it feels like you're playing DJ. It feels like you're, you're doing this little thing for yourself, you know. Um, and then at the end of the night, you know, I mean, there's a whole process. There's a, uh, uh, there's the recording, there's the editing, there's the creating of the, the using Photoshop to create the artwork. There's the writing of the, the, uh, uh, WordPress post and the publishing. And then, and then there's the waiting where you go, did people get it? Did they like it? You know, you're sitting there and then the feedback starts coming in and people say, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think about the uh, bicycle episode and then people like, I didn't know if anybody would like that. And then people go, yeah, I remember my first bicycle. And you read these emails from people that say, you know, one time I built a ramp and I tried to jump to the moon <laughs> and, uh, you know, and people say, oh, uh, Man, when you were talking about your bike, I was thinking about my bike. And my friend had a bike just like your bike and stuff. And that is uh, why I do any of what I do. I mean, I enjoy talking. I enjoy sharing. I enjoy the memories that it stirs up for me. But when I stir up memories for you, that's why I do it. And so getting the feedback from people and, um, and hearing that their memories that, uh, and I know <clears throat> with everything else going on in the world, it has been a crazy year. Can we all agree? It's been a crazy year, no matter who you voted for, 
no matter how you feel about coronavirus, no matter how your state or your city uh, is dealing with it or country, perhaps, uh, any of that, we can all agree, at least at a minimum, uh, it has been crazy. And so I, when I'm sitting here and I'm talking into the mic, I'm not thinking about any of that other stuff. I'm only thinking about this. And I hope that when you're listening on the other side and when you say, I had a bike like that, that for that little bit of time when you're thinking about that bike or you're listening to my stories about my bike or whatever, <laughs> about the ditch that's out behind my house or about the time that my friends and I made a ninja movie or whatever else, and talking about old computers or video games or any of that other stuff. I hope those few minutes you're thinking about that and you're not thinking about everything else that's going on. So, and I got to tell you, sometimes when I walk through my room and I see Bumble on the shelf, and it's not a long period, but this short period where I go, yeah, I remember that Bumble, and I remember Bumble. And you think about that, it's just that little distraction from everything else that's uh, going on. So, uh, without getting too uh, cheesy or in anything, I am thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for your um, uh, loyalty. Is that the right word? I'm uh, When I say for your um, patronage, I don't mean Patreon. For your patronage, I'm uh, I'm thrilled and I'm honored that anybody would listen to anything I have to say. <laughs> I'm thrilled that uh, anybody would. Uh, it, it means the world to me when I get a feedback that just says, I loved your episode. I had bikes too and it brought back so many memories. When I see that stuff, that that's what uh, uh, keeps me going from episode to episode. So that is what I am thankful for this year. And uh, I hope that everybody out there is thankful for, has things to be thankful for. Uh, I hope, uh, you know, that uh, uh, I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful that my uh, uh, I've been able to continue working. I know a lot of people haven't. So I am not only thankful, I'm grateful uh, for those things. And again, I'm uh, thankful for every one of you that uh, gives me that little slice of your time to talk about stuff. And I'm thankful and grateful when you do the same back to me. So, uh, from everybody here at, uh, flag studios, which, uh, includes me and the bumble twins here. Oh, oh facing the wrong way. <laughs> and, uh, baby Yoda who's over here and Slimer and Mick rib. Uh, I want to say happy Thanksgiving. And uh, I hope you guys have a good holiday next week. Oh, you know what I said? Uh, and I'll do this as uh, as we're on our way out here. Um, oh, and thanks for um, Jack Flack. <laughs> the little miniature Jack Flack. <clears throat> Jack Flack's just the imagination of this guy. <laughs> Never know what you find here on the desk. Uh, so... I'm going to show you this real quick on the way out. I finished my uh, Ultimate Commodore 64C. You can see it right here. It is in a uh, clear case that I picked up off Kickstarter years ago. This is the matching clear monitor that I've talked about a little bit online. Uh, this came, this was uh, purchased by a prisoner, <laughs> a guy that was in prison. This is the most common place 
where these uh, appear because they're clear and uh, uh, the inmates can't hide paraphernalia inside them, the weapons and drugs and things like that. So if they purchase a television in prison, usually they are clear. So I had these two things, but I thought, boy, it surely looked terrible with regular speakers hooked up to it. And so this week I spent too much money and bought these uh, Harman Kardon, I believe is how you say it, uh, 2.1 speakers. So there are two of these, uh, these little towers that, that have uh, speakers in them here. And this Mamma Jamma, which is a uh, giant subwoofer that looks like a bunt cake, <laughs> but there's a speaker down at the bottom of this thing that fires down and there's a giant hole in the top here that uh, where the air comes in. And uh, it sounds fantastic. And so the idea uh, ultimately is uh, you can stream. Uh, and so as I move to uh, doing more of my video streaming stuff, that I'll be able to play the Commodore 64 games right on that and stream them into uh, this and, and to Twitch and, and YouTube or whatever. So anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As, as always, I plan to talk for about three minutes, and it looks like I'm at uh, just over 30. So. Uh, we should all be thankful that uh, I didn't bring a glass of water in here or I might have gone on for an hour. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody and I will see you all next week.